Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host here as always with my co-host Donna Lee. What's that sound engineer to you? Sound engineer. Co-host, sound engineer. Co-host, scheduling, maestro, <laughs> everything that we need around here in our practice. I'm a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. This show is brought to you by the practice that I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. What does NAU stand for, Dr. Mystery? It's North Austin Urology. That was what our old days were. You know, it made me think of sometimes how you try to keep a little bit of the old flavor, even if, even though you're changing and growing as a group. But Let it go. You know, <laughs> I, Let it go, Dr. Mystery. We're not gonna we're not gonna let it go. We're gonna remember remember our hold past. Hold on tight. Like I an ex, like an ex boyfriend. We just gotta let it go. And, then, but, and sometimes I think if I keep the more complicated name, it'll like stick in somebody's craw a little bit. Like, man, what's the name of that practice again? Kenny something. I think it's just urology specialist. <laughs> That's what we're going for. That's what we're going for. (laughs) We are located uh, all over Austin. Uh, We are still seeing patients in as safe of a way as possible. And I know we reach so many people here on the radio, but we're really proud to offer all of our episodes on podcast. Uh, We, in fact, send a lot of these podcast episodes to our patients. We do. If you missed the podcast or the answer to your question on the radio show, I respond to the email and I'll send you the podcast. So... Well, that's great. I think that we've given so many people um, so much hope and so many answers. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, daily, we I get myself at least two or three patients that were brought straight from the radio show. And, um, you know, sometimes they're surprised they get to actually see me. I think that we have spawned an, a marketing bonanza in Austin because now I see all these urology commercials on TV. And I hadn't, I didn't before. I think we started something interesting. Yes. Or is that just my big ego? <laughs> Probably. You know, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Well, that's true. Well, we're being flattered and we're imitated so all over the place. Flattered. <laughs> D- Donna, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us and where our offices are? Of course, you can call us at 512-238-0762. Our offices are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and the lovely Dripping Springs. I always say that. You know, the other locations are lovely, too. So I don't want anybody to not feel any love there. Our website's armormenshealth.com. Our email address for your incredible, insightful, and engaging questions is armormenshealth at gmail.com and you can listen to our podcast all over the world for real all over the world although we like to talk about a specific topic you know every segment here on the show people are always like well how come you guys don't talk about peroni's disease or shockwave or this or that we are a general urology <laughs> practice we take care of everything and you just miss the episode is all that it means I think we talk listener. about kidney stones we talk about nutrition we talk about so many things yep. and you are going to get just an amazing experience in our practice we are just for example our our workup an evaluation of male fertility is so far head and shoulders beyond what you're going to get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. We are here to make you have babies. Mm-hmm. Old or young, either way. That's right. <laughs> we That's want right. You to have it, a baby. it doesn't matter. And, <laughs> and if you don't want to have babies, we're going to give you a vasectomy. That's right. That we might be able to reverse later in life. <laughs> yes. And now that the other guy in town has retired. The interesting named. That's correct. One. The interesting named doctor who also does vasectomies has retired. That's There's right. only one interesting named doctor now. Yeah, you don't want to get your vasectomy from Dr. Smith. Yes. You want your vasectomy done by Dr. Mystery. I hope there's no Dr. Smith in town. I was going to say Dr. Johnson, but that was appropriate. Dr. Johnson. (laughs) Les Johnson. Oops. (laughs) So your questions really help drive this show. That's enough banter, lady. Oh, sorry. Get to the the meat of it. Get to the question. You ready? Yes. Hi, Dr. Mystery. I've listened to your weekend show for several months and appreciate the information you cover. This one was a 
bit difficult for me to address over the radio, so I'm writing to get your thoughts. In 2013, at age 45, an annual physical showed that I had a high PSA. I think it was around 8 at the time. I consulted with a well-respected urologist and conducted a prostate biopsy. All of the core samples were benign. I continued to meet with him or her every six months and still do. In 2014, as my PSA went higher, I had another biopsy, again, no cancer. My PSA continued to gradually go higher over the years. In July 2017, I had an MRI presented uh, with some uncertainty. My doctor again did a biopsy in August and again, no cancer. My PSA notched up higher and higher into the high teens. Moving forward in September 2020, after a physician, physician suggested a second opinion, he referred me to a different urologist. That person ordered an MRI. The MRI looked pretty good and noted that cancer was not likely. My original doctor, who I went to see every six months, doesn't ever feel anything from a DRE either, and I don't really have any odd urinary symptoms. He just mentioned that my prostate was somewhat enlarged. My PSA is now 26 during my last visit. His question is, after three biopsies, my odds of having cancer are very low since it's been checked so thoroughly. He He's now 53. What are your thoughts? That's a great question. And I think this issue of what to do with a persistently high PSA mm -hmm. after you've had a biopsy is a question that I think a lot of men end up with. And the majority of men, in fact, because if you have a PSA that's high and you get a biopsy, the chances are you don't have cancer. Why is it so high if you don't have cancer? I mean, thank God he doesn't have cancer. So that's just the normal person. Now him, what do you do with a guy with 26? Now that number should be under four, and for a guy that young, it should be under three. So what it means is that his prostate is just hyper-producing PSA. It's just making too much of it. Okay. I think that in some people, just having a very high or a super-productive PSA doesn't necessarily mean anything. What PSA is, it's an actual... The PSA, we measure it in the blood, but it actually has a purpose. It actually helps liquefy semen. That's uh -huh. why our prostate makes PSA. It actually has a job. It helps liquefy semen. That's right. Okay. Maybe you just got really slippery semen. And just a lucky high number. <laughs> Maybe just a lucky high number. But if you've had three biopsies, first First of all, you have to don't check it more than once a year, okay? Mm. <laughs> you don't need that kind That's of anxiety. Then you can look for things that will reduce the PSA. And there are drugs that will reduce the PSA. There are surgeries that will reduce the PSA. Mm -hmm. But reducing the PSA is just like kind of putting a piece of tape over your check engine light. Mm. You know, if you've checked the engine, mm -hmm. then it just means the light is broken. And you don't need to hide it. You don't, need, you don't need to, like, cover it up. What you need to do is you need to protect yourselves from overly aggressive urologists who just <laughs> want to biopsy all the time. And you need to understand that you're just on the, on the outer edge of a bimodal distribution when it comes to PSA levels. Is and that, that a hereditary thing? It can you be. You think his dad had high It PSA? can be. I okay. think that there's several zones, but there's two big zones of the prostate, the peripheral zone, mm -hmm. which goes around the side, and the central zone, which is right in the middle around the urethra. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. Just this week, I did a high-intensity focused ultrasound, HIFU, on a patient who was only 50 years old. His PSA was 40, which is very high. <gasps> oh, my. But it's because he had a, what's called a transition zone prostate cancer. So it was only in the middle of the prostate. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I was going to suggest to this listener, that perhaps he could have a transition zone cancer. But I'll be honest. If you've been biopsied three times and mm. you've had two MRIs and everybody's looked and looked and looked, you probably, probably don't have okay. you probably don't have cancer. Yeah. And so and you probably don't have a really big cancer that everybody missed because mm. prostate cancer comes in sizes. Little mm -hmm. ones, big ones, fast growing ones, slow growing ones. Mm -hmm. It's just unlikely that you have a fast growing large cancer that's been biopsied three times and missed. And missed, yeah. By two different, you know, urologists and a well known, highly respected one. That wasn't you? I guess not. Who was that? I was thinking maybe it was a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposedly yeah, well-known. This known. is your patient. Pow, pow. <laughs> 
Let me check his chart. <laughs> Let me check his chart. <laughs> so um, uh, I think that uh, being overly worried is probably going to be the um, the biggest threat to your life. I, I think I think getting getting too many procedures and too much work done. It's a lot of stress on a human being. It is a lot of stress, and it, it is not it's not nice to have a really out of whack number that causes every urologist that you see to gasp. Mm-hmm. So sticking with a urologist does help because mm-hmm. when you switch them, they tend to want to you know have my own look at things you know right um do things all over again yeah and I, i'm i'm they I, did that biopsy wrong yeah I'm gonna do it again yeah, trust me i do this <laughs> i do the same thing and we're that, that's our nature right right like, fix it i i'm a surgeon i inherently feel that i do it better than others <laughs> because you don't want to go to a surgeon that's like yeah that guy probably does a better job but i'll try you know <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not that's that's not something you want in your surgeon. You want your surgeon to have a lot of confidence that he's going to be able to handle that problem pretty well. And so so when somebody comes to see me and they're they're like, "Well, I'm really confused by this problem." I mean, I'm I, I get my big point boy pants on. I'm like, "Let's go see what we can do better for this man." Right? And um sometimes that works in your disfavor because that means you're going to have procedures repeated and things of that nature. But um I think in this case, you've been very well biopsied Mm -hmm. if you're out there with an elevated psa you should insist on having it done right the first time if you're out there and you haven't had an mri of your prostate if you haven't had the proper exams if they're not doing it in the right location i mean these are things that you should you should you should wonder about and it it is the case that not all urologists are going to treat them the same Mm -hmm. i see urologists that that do fewer than 12 biopsies even though the the studies are very clear that at least 12 need to be performed Mm -hmm. i see patients who are Medicare patients that don't get MRIs, even though MRI, the MRI is paid for by insurance. And there hmm. are reasons not to do it. Maybe there's a contraindication or maybe you're just not that at risk or something. But mm-hmm. but I'm such a big believer of getting all the information I can prior to proceeding with a biopsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is becoming kind of the natural standard of care, especially inside the big city. But so many of our listeners are on the outskirts, you right. know, outside of Maine, Austin. And they may not know that all of these pieces of technology are available. Or maybe your urologist works for a large institution, you know, mm-hmm. and they're trying to save money. I mean, you don't need them to save money on your prostate. Right. Good point. Thank you for that answer. You can reach out to us with questions at armormenshealth at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, armormenshealth.com. Listen to our podcast. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. <laughs>